0: why patreon doesn't work so i was looking at this donation platform called patreon and it's quite popular among creators who want to make a living off of their art whether it be writing podcasting videos what have you it's essentially a platform that allows you to charge a subscription fee for anyone that wants to support your work. Now, the reason why I say Patreon doesn't work, well, there are a number of issues that I'm coming across as I'm looking into it more and more. Number one, depending on what you say and what you do on Patreon, you can get banned. So it's not exactly a one-size-fits-all approach. Uh, If you have particular views, you might get deplatformed, I think is what they call it, so then they'll remove you from the platform. And then there goes all your earnings. So that has happened to a number of YouTubers uh, that I've come across, and then uh, a lot of people decide, well, I'm just gonna leave Patreon. So then what do they do with their following? It might be very difficult to get their following on Patreon to move somewhere else. There's some marketing involved. They're going to need to migrate people over. So it's this platform where you're highly dependent on revenues from the popularity of the platform. Of course, it's great in that you have a community. Patreon's fantastic in that you get this fantastic community of people who want to donate. But beyond that, it doesn't seem like a lot of people are making serious dough on this platform. You have maybe the top 5%, and they're doing just fine with it. But then everyone else, kind of struggling. So why is that? Well, the donation model doesn't work. And after studying marketing, I've learned that pay what you want isn't exactly the best approach. It's it's essentially like it's essentially like a a panhandler on the street. And the panhandler is playing the violin and hoping that somebody will donate. And then the reality is is no one donates because you just have tons of traffic going by ignoring the individual. Everyone's busy on their way. And there's nothing really captivating because the person decided to give away the content for free. And why pay for it? It's free. Like, convince me. Convince me that I should pay for it. You have to be unbelievably talented for me to stop and listen. And then if you aren't, well, you might have to do a little bit more than just performing and hoping that people will donate. Pay what you want means that you'll get a very small portion, if any, of what you could have made if you had offered something of significant value that you believe has a price tag attached to it. Because a weird subscription service, yes you get recurring donations, yes you get revenues coming in, but it seems a little odd that you're asking for money when the content is perhaps free somewhere else, or it just doesn't seem kind of clear. The the pay-what-you-want model is a little vague, Uh, although you can argue, well, you're structuring it with recurring payments, so you're, you're putting a price tag on it, in a sense, but it has this feeling of a donation platform, like, here's my work, and here's a suggested amount you can pay. And then you have a bunch of options, so you have different tiers of pricing and then you get different rewards. and It all seems kind of vague to me. Now, I'll admit I'm not on the platform, so I'm only doing the research and making comments based on what I see. But if I look at it, um, is it necessary? No. I don't think it's necessary at all. Because here's another issue. I'm just thinking through all the different things I like to say here. If you go on the platform, you'll notice in the top right, there's login, sign up. So you have a bunch of people that maybe want to help you out. They want to pay you. And you tell them, hey, you can pay me on Patreon. Well, what's Patreon? I don't want to sign up for another account. So then you have a bunch of people out there who want to support you, but they have no interest in Patreon because... I mean I personally don't like having recurring payments on a platform where I might not even be paying attention. So then here's my money coming out of my account and maybe I just wanna do a one one and done thing. Now maybe you can set that up, but the fact is is you're expecting somebody to have an account. So that means they gotta create an account, find you on the platform. There's a lot of there's a lot of pieces. So that's a platform where a lot of people aren't really on it yet, and there's a lot of people out there who aren't on it, but perhaps have the potential to support your work, whatever you're creating. So Patreon's not very common. You know what's common? Amazon. Everyone's on Amazon. So selling stuff on there, well, that makes sense, because everyone you talk to has an Amazon account all over the world. Seems like a no-brainer. So having content there seems to make sense. Uh, Another thing would be Netflix. Well, say you have video content. Well, maybe you could put it on Netflix. I don't know how the production process is there. Just throwing that out as an idea. But there seems to be some popularity with that subscription model. And a lot of people I know have Netflix. Very common. What's another platform? Ooh, here's one. PayPal. Here's why I recommend PayPal, because for one, you can have donations set up on your website. What are some examples? Well, I've seen DonorBox, I've seen PayPal's own donation buttons, I've actually tested PayPal's donation buttons, and they're fantastic. You can set up recurring donations through PayPal. Hmm, seems to make sense. Why is it people aren't just building their own websites driving traffic to their website where they have the paypal link a little more trustworthy why paypal is the most trusted payment processor that i can think of i know there are competitors like stripe and a bunch of others but when when you think payment processor paypal everyone has paypal that's the common thing So a lot of people have a PayPal account, and it's so easy to get payments. You can literally send people a URL with the amount in the currency that you want to charge, and then they can pay you. So paypal.me, and then slash, whatever your account setup username is, slash, the value of what you want to get paid and then next to that is like US dollar USD and then that'll actually have a pre-entered $100 or whatever and then that is just so fantastic so it seems like a common thing a lot of people have the account there why not just have a PayPal button it's pretty straightforward and then I looked into it I'm noticing that a lot of people that were on Patreon, who are creators there, have now added these PayPal buttons on their websites, and they're driving traffic to their website. That's great because your website can be full of material, not just whatever it is you're selling, but other materials. So you can have it as the hub for everything. So why not have PayPal set up there on your website where you can get support from there on your website i feel like that adds much more credibility people can really check you out on your website and do a little bit more research and i just feel like they'll pay even more on your website the only downside is if you don't have people going to your website you're starting from scratch this is the only concern Because Patreon, like I mentioned, you have a community of people that you inherit. Of course, you still have to drive eyeballs to your page in order to get donations. So, what's the other issue I wanted to talk about? Well, I looked at the pricing structure for Patreon. Uh, When I when I went through it, I'm a little bit concerned as to how many different vendors you have to pay when somebody wants to donate to you. There's three. And to be honest, I only think you need one or two. Um, these fees add up, and they can be a deal-breaker in the amount of money that you give away. Patreon will take 5%. then that, like, That's just a creator fee. So they'll take 5% for whatever it is that you make money on. Seems a little odd because, first of all, well, you're driving traffic to Patreon. They're getting more people to buy into creators and whatnot. It's a little little odd. Maybe 5% is fair. I mean, Patreon has to run their website, right? So why not take 5%? Sure, 5%. But then... Payment, payment fee number two. You gotta watch these fees, because this is what will really kick you in the butt. Payment number two is the processing payment. So Patreon will take 5% roughly on average for every payment. So they'll take 5% of your creator fee for whatever you bring in, and they'll take 5% for payment processing. Okay, okay, great. I think it's maybe five and then five, not ten percent together. See, I don't know. I don't know how they have it. I don't know how they have it set up. I don't want to spend time trying to dissect the page. I looked at it and I'm thinking, great, you got three different payments. So I mentioned the creator fee, the payment processing fee, and then the third one is the payout fee. So then you have to pay PayPal for the payout. <laughs> so. Um, now, I think this should be free. So maybe this is actually non existent. But if there is a fee, and I don't know, anyone that's on Patreon can probably fill me in on this. But, like, uh, because I'm anti account setup, so I'm not big into setting up accounts. So that's why I'm not on it. But somebody could probably fill me in on this. It's Patreon's third fee, the, the payout fee. Like, maybe patreon has a bill so they make a cut on this as well i don't know but you have three different payments here so with paypal you're talking two to five percent for a transaction and then that's it as far as i'm concerned i don't have a payout fee i i have it transferred to my bank there's a conversion fee so whatever currency that you get you get it you have to get it converted So it gets converted to, uh, for instance, if I get U.S. dollars, I have to pay a conversion fee to get in Canadian funds because I'm Canadian. So what happens is there is a little fee that PayPal takes, maybe 1% or 2% off of the top of that. So you've got all that. In addition, right? Because with Patreon, I believe the money goes to PayPal or maybe a check don't. whatever it is. There's a bunch of fees in order to get the money from PayPal to your account. So you have all these different fees on top of whatever Patreon's doing. So, yeah, Patreon. It, it, it just doesn't seem to work for me. Also, I'm all about free expression, not having restrictions, and being able to do whatever it is that you want to do. If people want to swear in their content, they should be able to do that, and they should be able to make money on Patreon, and it shouldn't be a problem. Now, for the sake of who I am, and me trying to be more professional as I get older, and just me trying to be a nicer person. I try to avoid swearing also because I know that the YouTube executives don't like it if you swear from what I just found out. And that can deplatform you, I guess. Uh, I don't know all the details. See, even YouTube is a little confusing to me. In the grand scheme of things, what does this all tell you? Well, this tells you not to depend on one particular platform. That being said, if I'm looking at all the different platforms out there, what I like is the fact that I have my website, I own my website, my website's not going anywhere, nobody can take it away from me, except my web host, they can close it down, but then I will say, buy web host, and I can easily move over without impacting customers, right? Nobody cares who my web host is, it doesn't matter, That doesn't affect customers, but Patreon. You get off Patreon, that affects customers because that's where they're paying you. Thing is, it doesn't matter what your web host is. That's all behind the scenes technical stuff. It doesn't matter how your websites built. It doesn't matter who your domain provider is. All that doesn't matter. It doesn't affect your business because you hold on to the domain and you can migrate it anywhere you want. And there are plenty of providers out there and doesn't matter. If you go from GoDaddy to HostGator or what have you, it's trivial, none of the customers are impacted. That's what I like about owning a website, Patreon. They can decide they're going to change their URL. We're going to change our name. Okay, we're going to change it to Patreon with an e on the end. And you're going to throw everyone off. Possible. It's very possible. Heck, Google Plus shut down, so anything's possible. Um, and then you're you're screwed because you have all these links out there, and they're all pointing to Patreon. Yeah. this is why all of my links uh actually if you go way back because i have like over 500 videos now because i like creating Ooh, i like creating videos but if you go way back to my old videos you'll see links to social media feeds newer videos i don't have any social media links why one i'm a minimalist two i want to drive traffic to a site that might close down or losing engagement, I want to drive traffic to one specific area, and that is my website. You watch the video, you check out the description, I don't want you to go to Patreon. I want you to go to my website. I want you to become a real true fan. I want you to be on my mailing list, not someone else's mailing list. I want you to be on my mailing list. Yeah, so how do I do that? Well, I gotta drive traffic to my website. That's the reality. And it's great, because I have a number of different platforms that are not dependent on the overarching brand. Okay, The overarching brand, the Trev brand, is under the website. Well, I have a bunch of different merch platforms. I have book platforms. I have videos and courses on YouTube. I'm not 100% attached to any particular platform, and that is good. I think that is very valuable for a creator, because at a moment's notice, someone could take it all away from you, and at least you can back up your website, I don't know how you can back up a Patreon, but, and and that goes for anything that you're doing. So. If you've decided, I'm going to go on these platforms, I'm going to use these platforms, make sure you can somehow link it back to your website. I think that should be the hub. For anyone out there, creating a website is super cheap. It's it's such a minimal cost. It's trivial. The fees are lower, so you can invest more time and money in promoting, in marketing, in creating the content that matters, and not dealing with Patreon or or any, anyone else and their rules and regulations, and their ever-changing systems, why not just own your content? Now, you might be saying, well, Trev, you're uploading your video content to YouTube. Why not upload it to your website? Valid point. Because I do have unlimited bandwidth. So why not just upload videos there? Hmm. That's actually a really good point. I might consider doing that down the road. Here's why I am not currently. YouTube is a monopoly in the video world. It's like Amazon. I've tried putting my books, I have my books for free, a bunch of them for free on my website as a pdf you can download it you don't even have to send an email in you can literally click it and there it is there's the whole book um i don't even ask for an email why i'm doing that i don't know i'm doing it because i like giving away free stuff so whatever but there's also Amazon, so you can get the, the better quality books, I would like to think. I like to think they're a better quality. Better quality books on Amazon. Also Monopoly. Amazon, Monopoly. YouTube, Monopoly. Makes sense to be on there. They're dominant players. Nobody's going to pay for my book if it's on my website with a PayPal link. It's a little bit more difficult. But you can convince somebody to maybe pay for a course on your website if you do it well and it's not too super scammy or what have you. You could probably get away with a payment link. Um, But that's why you have platforms like Udemy where you can upload your courses there. And it's got a nice design. certainly you could do that. But you're kind of locking yourself in. And Udemy is a crap show when it comes to pricing and their weird marketing policies behind the scenes. I have, I think, a course on Udemy. And yeah, you're better off trying to build credibility and authenticity on your website. I feel like that's more important if I'm going to be straight up honest with you. So you have all these platforms, right? Don't even get me started about merchandise because you can be on Shopify, you can be on Merch by Amazon, you can be on Redbubble, Society6. You can sell your art on DeviantArt, you can sell your art on Redbubble, you can do all this crazy stuff on all these different platforms. It's so oversaturated. At the end of the day, where are you driving traffic to? Where are you putting your efforts? Are you driving traffic to everyone else's website? they're benefiting at the end of the day. They're actually building a business. You're just a creator. You're a hobbyist. You don't own anything. Your artwork, if it's digital art as an example, it can be shut down tomorrow. I have a Redbubble account. I have canvas prints and metal minimalist prints and stuff. And what I notice is is that Red Bull can take it all away. It can just rip it out of my hands. So the only reason why I'm on there is because I have it at high prices there. And if anyone ever does land on there, well, they're hopefully ready to be spending some serious dough. Because I don't want them to be buying these trivial stickers. Because you're going to set up an account, I want you to invest big time. I don't want you to waste your time on there this is why I have a multiple-tiered system I have freebies out the out the wazoo I'm talking to somebody recently about proper wazoo gazoo. Was... anyway <laughs> side thing so I have a bunch of the freebies and that locks people in that's like oh wow I'm I'm hungry. I'm hungry for that person, and it requires no emails, nothing. You can get it all for free, okay? Even the YouTube content is all free. It's not like I'm locking any of this down. So you've got that, and then you've got like ebooks that are like ninety nine cents and up. Oh, great! I can I can I can dip my toes into that. And then if people get really hooked on that, they might buy a bunch of my books because there's like fifty of them. Great cool but i don't really care if people buy my books or not it's not really it's not really interested in selling stuff I'll just i mean maybe eh, but it's not the end goal here well maybe a little uh and then next you have like maybe these art prints 150 dollars each up to like 500 depending on the sizes cool that's a real selling thing. And you have the next piece, which is maybe a $1,000 course. I haven't built that yet, but down the road, possibly. I'll think about it. it it have to be something meaty, something real meaty, something you can get your, your, your teeth into. Maybe compiling 200 videos and setting up a PayPal link to them. Cool. Have that on your website. Uh, What's great about all this is that you can build it, and you can migrate it all. Oh, the thing about YouTube and Amazon, say they decide they're going to close down, they're likely going to give you notice, because they're major platforms. And if they have serious changes, they'll likely also make announcements. Although, in some cases, they just do updates and don't tell anyone. Um, But for the most part, the integrity of your content is there. You can always pull it out and move it somewhere else. And Patreon, I just don't think they're popular enough to to trust them 100%. I look at web traffic of different platforms. Redbubble has significant traffic over many other artist platforms. This is why if I'm gonna have merchandise, I'd have it on Merch by Amazon or I'd have it on Redbubble because there's tremendous traffic for those platforms but at the end of the day, I have it set up so I have my website in the bio so people go to my website and they end up maybe paying things paying for other things there, and that's really at the end of the day where it is at Ooh, one thing Hopefully I don't forget anything else, but online um, what was I gonna say? Online ads. Oh, online ads, for instance, where you're trying to monetize your YouTube so that you have like a pre-roll ad. That's a that's an interesting idea. So you can make money there. It's very little. So that's all you gotta kinda think about. I'll probably do a video on why I don't like online ads, eventually. Because I really don't, but eventually I might have to use them, and I don't want to. But I realize growth happens by using multiple marketing channels and elevating them step by step. I don't really like online ads, but that's a way to monetize. So there's the online method of payment. Uh, a lot of people are doing podcasts, and they're trying to figure out how do I monetize my podcast? Well, they give out a lot of free content, and they have gated content, kind of like Patreon, where it'll gate your content. Yeah, I mean you could do that, but you could also solve that with a PayPal link. You know, pay for this via PayPal because most people have an account on PayPal, and then you can. You know, you can pay through there and then I'll send you a URL. And what's great is your money is secure. So if you don't like anything, you can contact PayPal and they'll take care of it for you. That's what I like about them. (sighs) Yeah, so online ads. Yeah, you can make money from that running ads so you can monetize or what have you. Just make sure you don't turn people off. The big thing is, when is it a good time to ask for donations? When is it a good time to ask for payment? When do you set the value? And that's really highly dependent on who you are, what you create, the kind of value you think you offer to the world. And that's up to you to figure that out. You got to figure that out and throw a price tag on it and stick to it. Patreon, they're working on it. Right now, it doesn't work. Donation model, I just don't get it. Look, I can get a bunch of free podcasts. Why should I pay for it? You have to give me an incredible podcast. It has to be miles ahead of the content that's out there. Very difficult to do. Why not just run pre-roll ads or post-roll ads or what have you and make money on that approach? Joe Rogan does that. He's the best podcaster in the world, arguably, as a solo podcaster. He doesn't really have a team working for him. Pre-roll ads, post-roll ads, that's how he's making money. He's not on Patreon. And the thing is, what's great about that, you can skip the pre-roll ads, well, at least in the podcast thing, whereas with YouTube pre-roll ads, you got to wait for five seconds sometimes you have to wait 30 seconds which drives me crazy because sometimes they'll play like an online ad and it annoys the heck out of you and just turns you away it just leaves a bad experience in your head thinking why did you run that loud ad before the video it's driving me crazy it just kind of leaves that bad taste in your mouth I wonder if there's a way to make it so that whatever pre-roll ads play, that they're super quiet and almost like silent films. Yeah, that's how I would do it. I don't know any of that because I haven't really monetized anything. I'd be curious to find out what that's all about, though. See how, see how I can customize it. There's all these different ways to make money, right? And you're trying to navigate the waters. And it's only getting more and more complicated as these startup CEOs and founders are getting all creative. Like, ooh, hey, artists aren't making enough money. I wonder how we can capitalize on this. So they build out a platform. And in the age of capitalism, they can make money off of all these artists who are already struggling. But the artists have to figure out how to make money. So they use Patreon because they don't know how else. But if you take a step back, look at your website as the hub, as the place to be. That seems to make sense. And for those who just have a Patreon account and no website, it's a little scary to me. It's just a little scary that you're highly dependent on Patreon. For an extra little bit of work, you have a website. Just make it as simple as you want. Doesn't really matter. But I just think investing the time in a website is great. I mean if you're a creator, you already invest time in creativity. Why not spend that extra bit of time in something that you own? A website. Just a little bit of extra time. You own it, makes sense. You can charge what you want. You can be firm on pricing, build an audience, build a personal narrative on there. Probably another thing I'll talk about is personal narrative. I just feel like that's a good kind of video to get into because there's a lot of people out there who may be struggling with their identity. So this is why they're on these platforms, right? Because they're unsure where to go. But if you sit down, take a deep breath, think about life, for a second you'll realize that a website has been around for what 30 years now it's not going around it's not going away it's still there and why is it not going away well youtube.com is a website patreon.com is a website people are still building websites it's just they're building websites and you're spending time on the, these websites and I'm guilty of it too because I'm creating this YouTube video So, and all the other content attached to this because this gets extracted as audio and then that goes on iTunes so all this stuff is helping who? hopefully it's helping you of course it has to go and be uploaded somewhere so it gets uploaded on YouTube It gets uploaded on iTunes, yada yada. But is it beneficial for the pay as you want, pay as much as you want model? No. I just um, you'd have to structure it. The only way I could see it working is if it's like buy me a taco buy me a beer, buy me water. For me, it would be buy me water because I don't drink. I don't do drugs. So maybe maybe somebody out there is like, ooh, buy me weed. <laughs> I'm not into that kind of stuff. So I'd, I'd probably do the buy me water thing if I was to do a fun little donation thing. That would maybe interest people because they'd be like, ooh, yeah, I'll buy them water. Cause water's free, so it's kind of funny. Yeah. That might not work. Well, I don't know. Maybe it will. I'll have to think on that one. I don't have I don't have that kind of structure set up though. I mean, everything's pretty much free if you really want it, so So Patreon doesn't work. Will it work? If enough people are on the community, like anything else, hey, if it's like Facebook, and if enough people are on it, sure, it could work. Right now, does it work? No, it doesn't work. Because it's a mess. People are getting deplatformed. People are losing revenues. It's it's not ironed out. It's not 100% clean cut. The fees are, are there because it's a business, and somebody's got to make money. The thing is, is I don't think you get the kind of marketing that you think you do. Look, you put your stuff on YouTube, you think you might get marketing. You really don't. You have to actually work hard to get your videos out there to the world, okay? It doesn't just stop there. The buck doesn't stop at the platform. It doesn't stop at Patreon. You have to market the Patreon link. You have to tell people about it. You got to drive people to the website. So which website do you want to drive traffic to? For me, I'm creating these videos and I'm actually driving traffic to my website. So there's maybe a purpose to all of this. But also I'm creating videos because I think it's really helpful that I shared the amount of thoughts that go through my head on on a daily basis and that I... I communicate with you and I hash this stuff out and I talk about meaningful things and that you maybe get a benefit as you're trying to navigate the world and and feel a little bit more confident in yourself and and this is why I'm putting all this out there, is because I'm trying to figure out life and maybe you are too. So if we work together, maybe we can figure it out. Because I'm not coming off as, I don't want to come off as somebody that knows everything. I have to come off as somebody, well, I would like to come off as someone who's interested in a lot of different things and wants to talk in depth on things. Without getting too caught up in the technical, without getting too caught up in the semantics, without getting too caught up in the accuracy, having an opinion... I think is fun. And also being aware of how inadequate your knowledge is because I don't, I, don't know, I don't really know anything compared to some of the amazing people I've come across. But it's cool when you share your perspective and you put it out there to the world and you try to figure out how to make money off of it somehow, I guess. But most importantly, you just try to find the connections out there. And the only thing I could see is maybe Patreon has a community where it's actually great. But what I see it as is I see it as a bunch of creators on a platform trying to get customers. I don't see the customers jumping up and down interacting with each other, like like Facebook. Facebook, you have a bunch of people interacting with each other. And you can kind of build a cool community on Facebook if you really wanted to because there's enough people on there. Although the engagement is kind of suffering on Facebook. So it'll be interesting to see how they pivot. It all comes down to what? Well, the real community, the real true community, here's the real community. It's whatever it is you own. Well, you own a website, you own an email list, and that's about it, aside from all your content. Hopefully you've saved somewhere, unless you're like me, and then you upload to YouTube and delete everything. Well, hopefully you can, ex- you can extract everything on YouTube, but I don't know if that's easy. It's probably easy. I haven't looked into that. Probably should look into that. Yeah, because I'd hate to have everything closed down. Yeah. See, all these platforms, trying to figure it all out. Patreon, no, forget it. Get away from me. I think I will pass on it because I, I have PayPal. I have to be careful, because I feel like I'm going to say Patreon, PayPal, and maybe get those confused. I feel like I've got PayPal. Why not just use that as the payment gateway? People have arguments for Patreon, and I think it has its benefits, it has its merits. A lot of intelligent people out there using Patreon, it must be of benefit. From what I see, continuing with my website and trying to Kind of build that up with blog content, books, courses, what have you. That seems to make more sense to me. Yeah. So I'll probably just keep going with that. My Patreon, nice try. To me, it doesn't work right now. But hopefully competition spurs growth and we see something cool come out of it. And yeah, we'll see what happens. But at the moment, no. It doesn't work. For all the reasons that I mentioned. And more. Hopefully, you take a look at your situation. See where you can make money. Of course, I have mentioned that other platforms are a trap. Other platforms lock you in. and Make you dependent on them. Make you addicted to them. And... You have to figure out which ones you need to use. And you have to just stick with them. Because look, if people want to pay you, they will find you and they will pay you. Almost sounded like Liam Neeson from Taken there. They'll find you and they will pay you. (laughs) So you just have to stick to it. and Don't get too caught up in shiny object and start going there. Uh, stick to something. Don't get addicted to things that aren't beneficial to you. Get addicted more so to creating. Get addicted more so to doing something meaningful in the world, to building your confidence. Some of these platforms can shatter your confidence if you're not careful. They'll literally shatter your confidence. I'm not making any money on Patreon. Oh no. What do I do? I'm not making any money on Amazon. What do I do? I'm not making any money on Redbubble. What do I do? So you've got all these platforms and you're you're managing them all. It's exhausting. They say that diversifying your portfolio is important to a degree as long as it's within your management capabilities, and you're actually bringing in money to all these different streams. Like, I have a cap at eight or nine streams, and if I go any further on platforms, it gets overwhelming, and then I start realizing, hey, I'm a marketer for all these platforms. It doesn't work. Master a few streams. Grow, and then once you made enough money, you invest that money in more streams, more different platforms where you can make more money. And that's essentially it. That's essentially it. I'm going to wrap this up. I don't know how I managed to keep going for this long. I have no idea. We're talking, what, over 40 minutes? That's good. I like nice long clip. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time. Toodle.